This is Gene Lance on the Workers Beat Extra. I don't want to bore you, but I'm going to talk about some statistics and some economic factors that make things work. What makes capitalism good, what makes it so much better than the previous systems, the systems that it replaced, is the way productivity changes. Productivity generally goes up under capitalism. Now, what's productivity? If you want to study on this, you can look it up under the Bureau of Labor Statistics. It's on their website, which is bls.gov productivity. And it'll tell you what it is. But in a nutshell, productivity is the amount of wealth that a single worker creates in one hour on average. In other words, you took all the workers in America, all the wealth that they created, divided it, put it together, and then divided it by the number of workers, and uh, divided it by the number of hours they worked. It would be the amount of wealth that an average worker makes in one hour. And the good news about capitalism is that it keeps going up. It goes up very nicely. Now, I've been having a hard time finding productivity numbers on the BLS website. It wasn't so hard the last time I did it in 2009. I was able to find a nice list showing the percentage change in productivity for every year since they started keeping records in 1947. The results are shocking. Not because of any particular year. You take, for example, the year that we're in, 2021. In the first quarter of 2021, it looked like productivity was going to go up at 4.6%, a really big boost in productivity. But in the second quarter, it uh, only came in at 2.3%. So when they get to the end of the year and they average it out, it might be 3%, which would be pretty good or some, some other number, depending on what they get at the end of the year. It still represents new wealth created by each average worker. And it really, really piles up. What they never tell you about productivity is that it, it aggrandizes every year. In other words, last year's productivity gets added on to this year's productivity. If you had a 1% increase last year and a 1% increase this year, then over the two years, you'd have both of those, or by the time you factor it all out, it'd be 1.1% increase this year over the two years. In other words, it amortizes. It's just kind of the backwards of the way your mortgage payment amortizes, whereas your mortgage payment goes down every year because, uh, because you've paid some of it off. This goes up every year because, because productivity keeps going up. If you took 1947 as a base of 100, then in 1948, when they had a 2.8% increase in productivity, then the new base would be 
3.8%. You just add it. But the next year, when they had 3.3% increase, the aggrandized or amortized amount was more than 3.3%. It went up to 3.39% because it was added to the, the previous productivity. So each year's productivity can be added in with the previous year's productivity and you can find out that it's really starting to add up. You don't just add up the numbers. It's not just addition. Uh, it's actually taking one and multiplying it by the other and, uh, and making a percentage of that. So if the base was 100 and 1947, and if it was 102.8 and 1948, then in 1949, it was 106.1924. And then it keeps going up. In fact, 1950 was a really great year for productivity. The annual change in productivity was 6.7%. Now, it generally goes up. But not always. There's a few years in this period when it actually was a negative number. It went down. But that has not happened since 1982. You might remember 1982. It was a very bad year. There was a recession. And productivity fell off by 1.1%. Nevertheless, by then, in 1982, the aggregate that started at 100 is now up to 218. In other words, that average worker is making twice as much stuff in an hour, twice as much wealth in an hour than he or she was making back when I started in 1947. Now, I did this with good, good numbers from the Bureau of Labor Statistics up till 2009. And in 2009, that base number that started at 100 got up to 398.4958. In other words, it's almost four times as much. So an average American worker in one hour made four times as much wealth in 2009 as he or she did in 1947. The question is, who got it? Well, he or she didn't. Their wages did not increase 400% in that period of time. Now, since 2009, I've had a hard time getting good numbers. I got one for 2010, but from 2011 up to 2019, or up to 2018, I had to take an average, which was 2.4%. But that's, that's pretty much in line with what all the other numbers look like. 2020, the average total increase in productivity was 2%. In 2019, it was 1.5%. So I got some accurate numbers, and others I had to use an average. But I think that my conclusion is still shocking. My conclusion is that by 2020, that average worker who made a certain amount of wealth in 1947 in one hour is now making over five times as much wealth 
in one hour. Now you could see this if you were if you were working at a job where you have work orders that show the value of what you're working on. I was a machinist, so mine did. It would have uh, you'd get a a piece of metal and uh, and it would say it's worth four hundred dollars, and then on the work order it would tell me to drill a hole in it. So I drill a hole in it, give it to the next guy, and it'd be worth four hundred fifty dollars even though it was less metal because I drilled a hole in it. But in other words, as I worked on it, my productivity was added to the wealth of that particular piece of metal that I was working on. And if I sat and drilled holes all day long, I might drill several thousand of them at 50 bucks a pop. <laughs> so, so my productivity was measurable because it was on the work order. I could see what the thing was worth when I got it and what it was worth as it went on to the next person. So your productivity is also measurable one way or another, but it's kind of a secret. The boss doesn't really want you to know. The boss tells you all the time that we need to raise productivity, that we need to get more product out. We need to work faster, work harder, work smarter, they say, or something like that. And if you give them a really good idea, if you put something in the suggestion box that raises productivity, they might give you a coffee cup or a little button or something or maybe a certificate. But what they're getting is the new productivity. Five times as much. If you were working an hour in 1947 and then you worked an hour in 2020, you made five times as much wealth on average if you were an average worker. Some made more than that, some made less than that, but the average was 504.6025. So studying productivity is very interesting and it makes you wonder what kind of a system do we live in. As I said before, the good thing about capitalism is that it does raise productivity. It just keeps raising productivity. The boss and a lot of the workers are constantly looking for new ways to raise productivity and they're succeeding and they continue to do that. And if they raise their productivity more than people in other countries do, then they beat those countries when it comes to the prices of their products and the unit labor costs and the things that the boss keeps track of and won't tell you. So productivity has gone up, I'm asserting, by over 500 percent since records were kept by the Bureau of Labor Statistics. What are you going to do about it? You're, you didn't get a $500 raise. You didn't get a uh, 2.3 percent raise in this quarter because that's how much in the in the second quarter of 2021 productivity went up 2.3 percent. You didn't get that. You didn't get anything for it, in fact. You may have gotten a raise based on something else, but you didn't get a raise based on the wealth that you are creating that's going to your employer. So it's really worthwhile to study productivity and every now and then they announce it in the business pages of the newspaper and the bosses know what it means 
generally speaking, the workers don't. And they don't realize that they have just handed a bunch more money, a bunch more wealth to their employer with no changes in their own working conditions. Now, what are you going to do about it? Well, you could demand a raise every time productivity goes up. And that would be fair. If, let's say, productivity goes up 2%, the boss is getting 2% more wealth out of you, uh, maybe, you could, maybe you could negotiate and get 1% or, or half of a percent or something. You know, you could at least share in the wealth. And that actually did happen in a small, short period of American history from about 1935 to about 1972. As productivity went up, so did wages. So American workers started getting more and more money during that period, and it was really looking good. People thought that was natural, and they thought that's what it was always going to be like that, and they thought their kids were going to continue getting those raises. But after the mid-1970s, the bosses clamped down. They kept the productivity changes. It all went to them. It didn't go to you at all. Your wages didn't go up. I don't think we should be demanding more money every time productivity goes up. What I think we should be demanding is fewer hours. If we had fewer hours, just think of how, how vast a difference it would have made if productivity went up 500% and you were demanding a change in your hours based on that, you could theoretically be working one-fifth as much as you used to. So if you were working 40 hours a week back in 1947, you have a legitimate claim to only work eight hours a week in the current uh, productivity because you're producing that, that much more wealth and the boss is getting it. So you could only go to work for eight hours. What would that do? Well, for one thing, it would cure unemployment completely. We wouldn't have any unemployment. If people took fewer hours when productivity went up, there would be no unemployment. Uh, there would be lots of jobs for everybody because we would have fewer hours. Another thing is it would give more time off and more time to think and more time to educate and train. We would be able to drive up productivity even faster than we're doing it now. So the advantages of getting shorter working hours for higher productivity are just magnificent. However, we don't have that demand. The American labor movement, as far as I know, hasn't demanded a decrease in hours since 1957. I once went to the Walter Ruther Library up there in Dearborn, Michigan, and looked at all of the UAW, the Auto Workers Convention reports, and every year from the time they were formed in 1935 up till 1957, they always demanded a shortening of the working hours. Their slogan was 30 for 40 with no cut in pay. In other words, instead of working 40 hours a week, we're only going to work 30 hours in a week, and we're going to get the same amount of money that we got when we worked 40 because our productivity has gone up. It's not going to hurt the boss any 
to give us 30-hour work weeks instead of 40-hour work weeks. If you do the math on that, you could figure out that people that are working eight-hour shifts would be working six-hour shifts. But after 1947, after 1957, for some reason, and I'll never understand why, the labor movement quit demanding 30 for 40 with no cut in pay. And to this day, I don't see any discussion in the labor movement about how rising productivity is affecting the workforce. What it's actually doing is taking away jobs. Because if you're making more wealth today than you were previously, and the boss doesn't expand the factory any, and the boss only needs so much productivity, then he doesn't need as many workers. The factory where I was working when I retired had about 4,000 blue-collar workers. But when that factory was built, it had 22,000. Productivity went up so much that they could meet the need for the what they were the products that they were building without, with only 4,000 people instead of 22,000. That's the advantage of capitalism. It raises productivity. The problem with it, from our point of view, is that we don't get anything out of it. It all goes to the employers. This is Gene Lance on the Workers Beat Extra.